Do you want to start? Nah, he's doing that thing. Well, he does. I was wait, I was waiting for you to just. He was going. doing that oh. thing he does. You, you, no, you usually like Where finger, he waits. Nah, cool. he, he finger wags me in, doesn't he, and tells me when to go. So I was cool. Great then. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode eleven <laughs> of the Kicking About <laughs> podcast. Uh, all of us back together again. How are we doing today, boys? Very well, very well. Just a bit tired, you know. Just a bit tired. Yeah, I'm always tired when I'm next to Ty. To be honest, a day off. Uh, I don't know what he's complaining nonsense. about. Nonsense. I can tell he was very excited when I came in. Yeah, I could I see it in his eyes. Mm, don't know about that. Uh, I think we should start off today with just a little little, little, little apology. Um, we did have a, a two-part Halloween special last week, and unfortunately we have had to take part one down yep. um, due to a, a, a just an unfortunate incident where two of the tracks ended up overlapping. So you would have heard uh, our voices of last week's episode mixed in with um, A-Ray's voice of his episode. This yes, thing happens. Indeed. It's okay. Uh, but at the start of that episode, we did introduce... Um, Obviously, it's been a two-week break for us. Uh, we had some illness. I was ill. Ty had a bad back. Um, but we're back again now, getting Just back into the so we episodes. Back again? Just so we're clear, I held the fort. I held the fort down on my own. And he didn't didn't record an episode, though, did he? No. I probably could have, because I got could everything could I needed at home. Yeah, he, he could have done. Um, but I couldn't be bothered. But obviously, you would have had part two, which had our, our very, very good... Halloween XI that I put together myself. I'm going to have to pick that up a little <laughs> bit. Um, but also some good predictions, um, but we'll come on to them in a little while. Um, yeah, not bragging, but someone had a good week, week this week. Oh, not bragging, but... Come on now. We finally managed to get uh, all the all the scores tallied. Yes. I uh, say we. Yeah, uh, I say we, we. I think we need to yeah, shout out A-Ray for this one. Uh, uh, I guess uh, Adam, who managed to compile, he got bored out of like... He, he finished, Thank you, A-Ray. He finished doing all his FPL teams. He got bored. He just, just wanted to look at more stats. And because we were all too lazy <laughs> to do it. Yeah, he finally, he he, d- he did our work for us. And basically, we've now got a leaderboard. So we can share that in a little while. Um, but let's move on to the first topic of today. It's a big one. Um, obviously announced five hours ago. Fresh off the press. Antonio Conte in at Tottenham Hotspur. Um, after Nuno mm. sacking yep. yesterday morning. Um, big size from Ty. What's up? Big size. Come on, share us, share us your thoughts, Ty. I want to start Ty's takes. With a Straight quote out from Antonio Conte in 2017. Oh, oh, he's done his research. Winning at Chelsea is an expectation. For Tottenham, it's a hope. Antonio Conte is going to a team where he hopes to go from how many days was it? Five five thousand today. Thousand five thousand days. days. Five thousand days since they won a trophy. They are already out. <laughs> Of a lot of, co- of one competition already in the Carabao Cup, so that leaves them with three potential trophies they could win. Now, look. I mean, is one of them really a trophy? One of them really isn't. I mean, one of them is like the third tier of European football. Now, if they if they win that one, that's like an expectation, right? But we also have to keep in count that Europa League teams could drop down there, so it might make it more difficult for them. But I'm going to be honest with you. Let's, I'm just going to pull back the lever here. I don't think Antonio Conte is going to break Tottenham's spell of being an elite club. I think Tottenham had a period where they could have really lashed on. But it's going to take a long, long time until they get back. Because the problem is with Tottenham, it's not necessarily to do with the managers themselves. It's to do with the board. It's the same problem with what Man United had for a long time. Mm. And I think it's the same problem that... Tottenham have is unless Daniel Levy is now going to go to his bank personally and say hey Antonio Conte here all my credit cards go build a team that win us the Premier League the Champions League 
there's no way I can ever see him having success. Definitely not in the short term. I agree with you, short term. Long term, you just don't know. Um, what do you think he, w- he could? He could take my, Tottenham. My thing with this whole thing, this whole saga, saga, um, is they saga. wanted, yeah, they wanted him uh, in, in the summer. Yeah. Uh, and his condition was either keep Kane or, or he wanted his own staff. Yeah. But um, either keep Kane or sell him, let me reinvest all of the money. Yeah. And they, well, right now, essentially, they, they disagreed on that. Uh, and now they've kept Kane. They've reinvested a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And they got Conte in the end. Whereas they could have just gotten him <laughs> yeah. at the start of the summer yeah. to allow him to build the squad that they wanted. This is what I mean by this is the problem with Tottenham. Yep. As much as they would want to have the prospects of winning all these trophies, until that mentality changes, they're not going to go anywhere. Antonio Conte, we all know from every league he's been in, the reason why he left Inter, even while he was at Inter, he mm. had Lukaku, he had, was it Martinez at the time, right? Hakimi. Uh, Hakimi. He had incredible players, but he still wanted more. Tottenham well, but it's have not Harry Kane and Young Sun. They're their best players. Well, it wasn't even so much that they were, he wanted more. He just wanted the, the board to keep these players. Yeah, and he wanted, but he wanted yeah. more backups, right? Yeah. Like in midfield, he made it clear that he can't win the Champions League with the with the only with the squad that sure. he has, and he's not going to be a manager who doesn't say that. Much like Jose Mourinho, Antonio Conte is another just manager who's straight out. Does he fit the Tottenham fan base? Does he fit the mentality? I mean. It will be a break of ch- it, may, it will be a change of pace, but if I was to be realistic, can they? Can Levy really spend two hundred million next season to allow them to win something? Depends what they win this season, doesn't it? Really, if they if, if they win the Conference League and become <laughs> the first winners of the Conference League, well, it brings in money, doesn't it? Harry even Kane, though it's, even though it's would have a finally won his first trophy, winning the Conference League. Just well, think about that. It may, it may be they even have to let Kane go in January. Because he's not performing to the same he was last season. Mm. He's not the same player. And is that because he wants out? I think Nunes' um, uh, tactics just not for him. I think the issue with with, with Nuno he was is... never the first choice. When I feel d- like they had to get Nuno. I don't think it's even that. I think the issue with Nuno is, is that he built a system at Wolves playing three at the back. And he yeah. didn't bring that with him to Tottenham. He tried to play that back four that Tottenham are used to. And it didn't work. Whereas if he would have tried implementing the back three system that he, it worked so well for him at Wolves and given the players two months to hit the ground running with that three at the back system would we be in a different position now they may have started off the season weaker yeah but he may still be in a job now I think they would have had a better starting off point I think Antonio Conte would have been able to get Harry Kane firing because I look back on those Tottenham games and they do have quality in their team they do have genuinely good players on their team that they could have beaten a lot of those teams a lot more comfortably if they just had a better way of playing, which I think Antonio Conte would have done. But, again, for them to compete with the best teams in England, Man United have players like Sancho on the bench. That's 85 million pounds. Chelsea have Werner Pulisic, Hudson-Odoi in the same position. All injured. All injured, but they still have backups. But those are those are like the caliber of players. When Tottenham have Kane and Yeoman Sun injured, who they have? Lucas Mora? They're gonna put all of that. That's what Conte has to work with. 
And until Conte completely wipes out that entire team, and as good as Hugo Lloris is, for example, questions are being raised. Is old. he still as He's good as old. he was? And who would they get to replace him? Goalkeepers used to be cheap. Aaron, Aaron Ramsdale was sold for, was it 40 million, right? Or 30 million? 30, 30, no. 30 million. And he was in a team that was in, league, uh, in the championship. So if Conte wants to win the Premier League, he's going to have to spend another 70 mil on a di- on a goalkeeper. I, d- I don't know. I think an entirely new back line. I don't think he needs to spend money. I think he just needs to be smart in the transfers. Like you could go to the championship right now and pick up Sam Johnston. But that's who's not who's Conte. Goal- yeah, that's the problem. It's not Conte. Conte doesn't isn't doesn't make I don't know. He doesn't go, "Oh, I'm going to go buy a sensible player." No, he sees the best of the best and says, "I want him." And this is why I was saying I don't think he's a fit for Tottenham. Tottenham are a team that does that. They'll say, "Hey, look, we have a player like that who could grow. And that's why people love Pochettino was that was the Tottenham way of doing things. What Tottenham is saying now is they have to play like winners, winners mentality, in which you have to get the best players. So if a Kante is free out there, let's say if they want to fix their, you know, their midfield, Ndidi, they have to give Leicester as much money as they want. They can't just say, oh, no, we'll go for someone in, I don't know, um, Austria in, in the Salzburg team, and, and I, get I, him. I think I think they can though. Do you, not not well, they, but maybe not Austria. Think, maybe not Austria. Do but you like think Conte leagues? would want that? Yeah, I, I think don't he would. Think he does. When have you I seen think, him do I that? In any of the teams he's been in, when have you seen him at Chelsea? I'll give an example at Chelsea. He had arguably the, a really good team. Chelsea have always had a good team. This is why I mean by the problem with Tottenham is they only have at least three or four good players: Kane, Son. I would say Hoiberg and I don't know, Lloris sneaks up in there. I really cannot name any other good player. And to win the Champions League, you need mm. at least 18 good players to make it through. Okay, let, let me just reel off quickly some of these transfers that Conte made at Chelsea. All right. Danny Drinkwater, Bakayoko, who wasn't uh, a world class player, he was up, up and coming from Monaco. Yeah. Zappa Costa. And why did he leave? Batshuayi. And why did he leave, Nathan? He left because of that. That's why who, Conte who, left. He didn't get Lukaku. He got Morata. And he didn't like having Morata in his team. And he was un- unhappy about that. And you can tell he was unhappy about that. But he had to work with what he had but he didn't, in his second he didn't, season. Yeah, but he, he, he's done this and he's made a team successful. Like the players he in brought the in. the second Rudiger, season. Rudiger. He brought in Kante. He brought in Alonso. Like they weren't world-class we players, had those but he players made them or, into them. But we already had those players. Tottenham don't. That's the difference, Nathan. No, but we didn't have those players because he brought them in. <laughs> no, those players like Kante and all of them, they were bought, right, even prior to him being signed on. Because remember, we signed Kante quite late on into uh, his – before we started the season. I might be missing him with Sario or someone like that. But when we had those players, Chelsea do that. But that's Kante, the best midfielder at that time. Tell me a time when Tottenham have said to themselves, we're going to buy the best player regardless of whatever money. Kante was signed in 2016. That was Kante's first year. Okay. And he he had one good season at Leicester. But you're talking about Chelsea. Where was he he before that? Leicester. No, before Leicester. He was in France. He was in France, yeah. An unknown of sorts, right? Yeah. Okay, so th- I'd like to th- see where you're going with th- this. Th- these big name players that we've supposedly signed, we haven't. We've signed one season wonders, right? This this is who we signed. Marcus Alonso wasn't okay, a world class player, but, be- but he signed him to fit in with his. But way before of you playing. say that, who did we have in the team during that time? We still had the likes of Aspilicueta. We still had the likes 
of Diego Costa. We still had the likes of Eden Hazard. You're forgetting we had players like Eden Hazard. We had world-class players, but the players he signed weren't world-class. He turned mm, them into world-class players. The reason why, that's why I'm saying with Tottenham, they don't have players that are already in the team where he can say, I have somewhere to start off from. I think, I he think has to start from scratch. I th- and he's doing this mid-season. They, mid-season, they don't have as many, but Kane, Kane, Kane's a player. If, if he can get him performing, Kane is a great player. Not Son. Yeah, those two players. I'm, I'm going to throw in there Hoiberg. Hu- because I think he's a great yeah, player. That's the third player mentioned. Um, and Dombele, I think, is a great player, but he needs to be used in the right position. Four, all right? Okay. Fifth, I'm going to go for a young player, Oliver Skip. I think he's fantastic and can be built around in that Tottenham team. I think he can. I think Oliver Skip is a world-class player, and but they haven't got any defenders. That's the issue here. They've got no defenders. But if they were to go out and say... That entire back line, well, Nathan. Yeah, 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 the whole back line needs to go. That's but they've got players 300 that million. They've got players... That it's not... It doesn't, it doesn't need to be 300 million. Um, that's that's why I'm saying to Regulon, you, Nathan. Regulon can work... At, Antonio Conte, Conte doesn't like if when people tell in. him what not to do. If Conte he comes likes in. being told, okay, you want a player? Okay, this is a player we'll get for you. The reason why he was always showing his un- unhappy streak at, at, Ch- at Chelsea, at, at, at Inter, was because when he wanted the right the players he wanted, he got the opposite. The reason why he left in that second season, even though we had success in the FA Cup was because we just weren't giving him the right players. We signed Zappa Costa. Really? That's a that's a Conte kind of player? Really? So what? Tottenham are going to go and what, buy who? What I, was I, like Nakamba and hope that he gets what better? What was a Conte signing, though? A Conte signing is a signing that's worth 60 million plus. I don't think it is. Not every <clears throat> single player he signs is. Not that they have to be, but I, they they improve his team. I, I think I think if he goes into Tottenham, right, and he yeah. play, he plays three at the back, you could yeah. easily move Reg- Regulon into a into a left wing back, <laughs> easily because he is more of an attacking fullback, right? I I st- I, he, he I still don't backs. see this. He needs some centre backs, and if he's smart, he can get centre backs. Let's look at um, someone like Kounde. Yes, he's he's a fifty sixty million pound player. He could buy just that one player and then bring in two cheaper alternatives and so, build the team so around. So you're them. telling me Kunde gets injured and Conte says, I'm happy p- to put back Dyer in the team. To win the Barclays, no, the Barclays, the Premier League. The Barclays Premier League. The Premier League. So you're telling me you have he's going to go into the Champions League. Okay, let's say somehow they squeeze into top four. Next season, his lineup in the Champions League, Premier League, and FA Cup. For his entire squad, he's going to bring in just three players to compete on all fronts in every single competition. Well, no, but if he's spending no 60 there. million on a player, that's all he's going to be able to bring in is three players. You have to be smart with your money. And that's what I mean by you can pick I up Sam do Johnston. not think. You can pick up Sam Johnston from the championships, a backup goalkeeper for what, 20 million? So, so you're telling me Conte. Remember, this is what we mean by the John- clash, the clash of goalkeeper. profile. Conte attracts the best players, and he knows that. The reason why he would want a team with the money that Tottenham potentially have is because he wants who, that okay, okay. Let caliber me ask you a question. of player. Let me ask you a question. Who, yes. Uh, who, who, is Con- who is Conte going to want to sign for Tottenham? Right now, I can't think of the top of my head. And but who, I can, who's going to want to join this Tottenham Okay, team? let's say goalkeeper-wise, Tess Tegen. That's a player that he's unhappy at Barcelona. He's still a very good goalkeeper. But in my mind, if I was thinking of who Conte is, that's a player he would want to go for. I don't see Conte going saying, oh, bring me someone from the championship. Bring me a Martinez from Aston Villa. He's really good, but I think we can make him better in this team. 
I don't see Conte doing that. And I don't think if Conte goes to Daniel Levy and says, hey, can you please buy me Testagian and just do whatever it takes, that Levy has the goal and the prowess and his team are able to negotiate for a price that they will be happy with. And then they're going to go through next season where Conte is going to show how unhappy he is, how they won't be able to compete because he doesn't have the right players over and over again, and it's not going to succeed. The only thing I can see happening is if Levy says, you know what, I'll do it. Let's get these players. And if not, I think we're going to be the same position as we have been before. Okay, but Testegen is an eighty million pound goalkeeper, and Tottenham are not going to splash out eighty million on a goalkeeper. The and then top go, cool, three we teams need, we need two more, two have more goalkeepers worth at least eighty million. I know Mendy Benji is, is not, not worth eighty million. He's not. Alice, Allison and Edison, 80, 80, 80 mil. Eighty mil. Well, you guys spend seventy million, Kepa, no? Yeah, exactly. We still have him on our team. Yeah. We still have an eighty million goalkeeper on our top team. Teams spend top money for the keeper. Even Arsenal spent thirty million well, on a goalkeeper. De Gea was pretty expensive when we bought him. Yeah, he was, he was 30, thirty mil, 35, yeah. which is about sixty at, mil now. At that time, yeah, that was a lot of money for a keeper. Yeah. So you tell me, of the top four teams right now, Chelsea, Liverpool, and uh, Man United, Man City, all um, the goalkeepers, and West Ham. <laughs> I mean, West Ham. I put the, a lot of good faith in Fabianski. He's Fabianski, right? Yeah, yeah. He's done really, really well. But I think his defense and the team playing has kind of saved him because he has still conceded a lot of goals. But to really compete, to compete also in Europe, you've got to have the best. Yeah, and I'm not saying they can't find a Mendy. You've got but to if have you were the to, best. To, to, if Tottenham want to win immediately, I don't think Conte's thinking, hmm, I want to win the next my, my league trophy in three years' time. He's probably thinking, get to the end of the season, buy new players, and try to win it next season. He's not. I don't. He doesn't like losing. He hates losing. That's why he sets his team up not to lose. But you can only you can only bring in. in let, let's say in a season right, you can only bring in two or three high caliber players. And that's what I mean. Because you can't put the money. You you can't just go out and buy a whole new team that's eighty million pound a player, right? That's where you have to be smart with your money. If you want to buy three new defenders, yeah. you can't afford to splash out eighty million on a goalkeeper as well, because you're going to want to solidify that. Those defenders. So for one season, you go to someone like Johnston, who's reliable, yeah, as a backup because Lloris is still going to play for another two years, right? Let's let's be real here. Tottenham won't get of rid course. Of he's yet. a very good goalkeeper. So you, you get Johnston as a backup, right? And then yeah. the following season, you go and put your money to a goalkeeper. And Kane is still Success. at Tottenham. You're you telling me next year Kane will still be happy at Tottenham. He, he won't want to be at Tottenham, but you just don't know. No one would have thought so that Kane would have stayed at Tottenham this year. So now you need a replacement for we Kane. All, we all thought that Kane went would go this summer, right? Yeah, but now you need a replacement for Kane. Yeah, so you you you, you, you can't see all that where money. you're at now. You're losing players as you're trying to add more to your squad. And Daniel Levy. This is not me about Conte. I think Conte is a fantastic I just, manager. I just don't know. He's statistically next to Pep Guardiola, the most successful manager in the world. Conte. Those, those he, two, yeah, those two, Pep he, Guardiola I, and Conte, are the most successful managers in Europe. Conte's in the, the kind last of ten years. Managers, from my memory, to leave a club if he can't get what he wants. Yeah, and if Levy doesn't shake, if he does not bring out that pen and paper, he's not going to do it. And we've seen how many times Tottenham have had people just walk out of their negotiation table. Did any of you see the um, Amazon documentary? Which one? The, um, what's it called again? All or Nothing. All or Nothing. There was a January uh, section on there 
where they were talking about transfers mm. when they didn't that the season they didn't sign anyone and and you're telling me a, a person who runs a club like that is the that's what Conte is walking into don't get me wrong Conte will will ask for certain players and he'll get some of them but he won't be able to just change a team around I'm not that's why that's my worry like let's say let's for say me it's goes, not about Conte it's about Levy can he can he tick the boxes that Conte wants to build a team that Conte wants to play so if he does find a 30 million player sure but will Levy do that I just think timing is everything um yeah he, he is the right manager for Spurs but they probably should have gotten him in June. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's stuck in the middle of trying to rebuild a squad halfway through a season. Mm. Uh, who is n- notorious, I suppose, yeah. for being pretty short with the board if he doesn't get what he wants. So I don't know if Tottenham shot themselves in the foot again, repeatedly, over and over again with this appointment. The appointment isn't the problem, it's the timing of it. And yeah, like last, like, like, um, with, with, um, Pochettino and Mourinho. Yeah. They ended up sending money in January anyway. Yeah. But they denied the money to Pochettino. So. But yeah, Pochettino's yeah. problem the whole time was I need more players. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 so, they keep finding solutions to their own problem <laughs> six months too late. So it's like India and the uh, climate change thingy. It's like <laughs> India and the climate change thingy in COP26, where I don't want to go into politics, but Modi was like, oh, yep, we'll co- we're going to net carbon neutral. But in 2017, <laughs> when everyone else is saying they would d- get it done by 2040, 2030. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm here not to get... D- please, if you're a Modi fan, please don't um, throw rocks at us. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I agree with you there, Tim, in that the solutions that they're giving seem to not make sense. They do have a new football director there that's who's worked with Conte at Juventus. So that's one glimmer of hope. But at the end, it's still run by Levy. And if he does not, if he does not meet Conte's demands, Conte's not going to last another season. Conte was only there for a Chelsea for, was it two seasons, right? Yeah, he quit. Two, two seasons. seasons. So he left, he left Chelsea because of the transfers. He left, he left, in, he left Inter because of their plans to cut costs. Because they had no money. To sell the players. Yeah. Because they want to sell players. And Tottenham, our, play, our, t- our club, notorious, or, you know, they fans don't love that they don't spend that much money. In terms of squad building, they're just not very far s- far-sighted. No. I just think, I, j- I, I, I think he'll work a lot more with players than you think he will. I just don't think he'll I'm not talking about the players he has right now. I'm talking about the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Conte I, I wants think to win I think every build, trophy. I think he'll build the players up. He, he loves making players work that shouldn't work. But do he, he's, done that, he's done that a lot. He's I think he's lot. okay for like half a season or like a season. Yeah. And then afterwards, if he still doesn't get what he wants. He, he could be the man that brings but, the But also, back to wait, life. Nathan, I feel like you're giving him a lot of props. And, and I will give him props. He came to Chelsea. He sorted out some of the issues we had. But he sorted out the players who were already really good. That team at Chelsea, most of the players had already won the Premier League. That team at Inter, right... Even though they were not flying high, being the best, they still had a lot of good players still in that team. Tim already mentioned a lot of those players. At Tottenham, no one has won anything. None of those players have reached a peak where you're like, wow, they're really good, except for Kane, Son, and Loris. 
Those are the only three players, and one of them wants to leave. By January, and, Kane could be gone. Also, two of them never won anything. Yeah. And one of them is already um, falling off, which I leaves one player who was just recently signed their contract in Sun, who would potentially be who he builds his team around. I say Ali's fallen off. I say give him a year. I say give him a year. See how he does, because I think he will make. I think he'll bring players like. No, I don't. I don't doubt it. But just it. Like yeah. what what happens after the year? It's Levy. Is that for me? It's seeing more. Oh, what Levy it's, always, does. it's always been Levy. Levy's yeah. always been the issue because he doesn't want to spend money. I think again, like the problem. I don't think we all agree. It's not Conte. No. He. We no. know who he is. He's a known quantity. Yeah. Yeah. The the problem with with this is this is a bad marriage. Oh yeah. This is a bad marriage and. It could have been better if they got married sooner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but they waited to, oh, I'm not, I hate my ex. Yeah. Now we must get back together. Yeah. And this is only going to go one way. And the thing that Tottenham have now done is they've set an expectation for the fans. They've hired one of the best managers yep. in the world. And now they expect success. So they're going to be scrutinized a lot more. I feel with Mourinho, the fans could see that he just wasn't, he just wasn't getting what he wanted. Yeah. With Nuno, they could just tell that he was not meant to be the manager. He was yep. never the priority. No. It was either that, I can't remember the guy who was in, the Portuguese manager, or Conte. They were their two prospects at the beginning of the season. He wasn't even on the list. And they could tell. So now that they've said, okay, you know what? We'll get the best manager in the world. We should expect to get one of the best teams Tottenham have ever produced in the next couple of years. Otherwise, it just shows that if, if Conte fails, no manager will ever want to go I there. mean, I will be very interested in seeing the transfer news over the next summer mm. for Tottenham. That's all I'm saying. I think they've already, they've already said today that they want to buy Scrinia from Milan, don't they? And who That's would Conte's first target. Okay. I think it would actually be better for them if they don't go into the Champions League or the Europa Conference. Because that's what made us win the, champ, the Premier no, League. You need, yeah, you need, a, you need a season out of Europe. So he's going to season to rebuild and yeah. build a team without those extra games in midweek and all of that. Yeah, um, yeah, interesting, interesting. Anyway, anyway, just just one one quick fact. Uh, I, I learned this today. Um, Nuno is the manager with the second shortest time period between winning Manager of the Month and being sacked. Wow, 50, fifty-two days between winning Manager. Well, of the I'm month guessing he won for August because they won three games in a row. Yeah, he won yeah, Manager of the Month City. for August. Yeah, um, they started really well. Sacked 52 yeah. days later, the only other manager with shorter than that is uh, Danny Wilson, who was Sheffield Wednesday manager and was named manager manager of the month in January 2000 and was sacked in March 2000. Wow. And at wow. the time, they were 19th. So okay, <laughs> <laughs> interesting to read. Well, um, you're doing better, Tottenham, than 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 Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, it, it, that is true. Yeah. Uh, Intre- uh, what, what are we calling this segment? Am I, am I going on to Tim's takes? Well, I don't know, but I'm going on to a social question. We'll, we'll think about it. But I was asked. It, I was. I was um, what's the word? I was harassed on social media this week. Harassed? Uh, yeah, right. but they strangle you. Or well, it, it was just well. Okay, so my American football team, uh, the Browns, lost this week to no. the Steelers, uh, and one of our other friends, uh, Rob, he's a Steelers fan. Oh yeah, and so he hate heckled Steelers me. Steelers fans. But he heckled me, which is fine. Fair enough. We lost. Fair enough. But then he then started heckling me as he is an Ipswich supporter, and not be- me being. Um, uh, Norwich admirer, shall we say? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I support Norwich. Yeah, I live here. I lived there for uh, ten years, um, and I've never been to Manchester. So, if anything, I'm, so I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> a Norwich supporter. Um, and he heckled me because we Norwich is doing pretty poorly, shall we say? That's, that's, yeah. that's an that's understatement, <laughs> given that no wins uh, and um, 
two draws and yeah, three goals. Yeah, three goals <laughs> in the Premier League. Um, and uh, you know they were they were doing quote unquote pretty well in League One. And so, you know, I got heckled saying, "Oh, you know, Ipswich is doing better than Norwich. You guys are an embarrassment." And I kind of felt like, you know, uh, a failing A level student. <laughs> <laughs> is coming to me a uh, PhD hopeful <laughs> and trying to tell me that I suck. Um, now my question is to I, I suppose to the both of you. Yeah. Would you rather your team do poorly in a in you know in a top league, or would you rather your team be doing pretty good um, in a lower league? Now, j- just for context, Norwich is twentieth in the Premier League. Yeah, Ipswich is currently eleventh in in League One, so which is the third division. Which is third division. Yeah, there's thirty five teams that's divided divide dividing us between Norwich and Ipswich. Yeah, and Rob said Ipswich will be back on dominating East Anglian football. Now, just so you you listeners know, Cambridge is closer to um, uh, Ipswich in terms of league standing than Norwich is. Cambridge is fourteenth in League One at the moment. Uh, anyway, so the question to you both: Would you rather your team, say Chelsea? Would you rather Chelsea be doing? No, that's too close to heart. Maybe something else. Nah, you can. Yeah, we, we weren't always like the the best team in the world. Um, yeah. So, would you rather seeing Ch- Chelsea, you know, hovering in relegation zone in, in the Premier League, than let's say you know seventh, fighting for ch- uh, promotion playoff? Ah, uh, hell no! I am not ever. I never want to see us. Anywhere, anywhere. I don't care who you are. I don't want to look. I don't want to be like ten years from now. I don't know. Abramovich gets arrested for I don't know being too cool or something, and then we start losing all our money, and then now we're playing in League One, but we're doing really well. And I'll walk around like I'm the king of the town. No, I'd rather be struggling in the Premier League, but I'd still know of all the teams in England and all of, I don't know, is it England and England and Wales. We are still up there as top twenty, the twenty, the twentieth yeah. best team. It could still be the twentieth of worst of the bunch, but I am not. I am no, no. Nathan looks like, looks like he's got a text. It, it, it depends how you look at it, right? If I'm Nathan, at, if, if I'm you say something audacious oh, here, shut I'm up for one minute, all right? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say if you're looking at it in terms of pride, right, and how proud you are to be a football fan, yeah, you want to be in the in the, in the top. The top tier, no matter where you are, right? Yes. If you're looking at it as in how much you'd enjoy football, yeah, you'd enjoy it more being top of League One, right? Because you're going to every game in the Premier League and you're losing every game. You start to get frustrated. You start to feel like oh, I don't want to go and watch my team anymore. Whereas if you, if, you, if even if you, even if it's League One and you're doing really well and you're at the top of the league, you're enjoying the football. You want to go to every game because you're doing well. You're winning. You know, you're going for a title, even if it is League One. Scenario, Nathan. But isn't the whole point? Let's say your te- our team. The whole point. Let's say Chelsea. We're relegated to Division One, and then we climb our way back up into the Premier League. But we're still struggling, same as Norwich, struggling. Isn't that the point? That you get to the top the point, and you see how you can do. The point is, is that yeah, you want to be the best, but also are we forgetting that there's an element no, of fun to football, and part of the fun of football is going to watch your team and watch them play well and win. And if your team's not, even if you're in the top division, if you're playing well and you're not winning. You're not going to want to go and watch your, f- watch your team. You're not going to want to go and pay 30, 40, 50, 60 pounds for a ticket and then watch them lose 3 0. So you'd rather your team play every season in the same division, okay, he's but my words do here. really well, or. No, I'm just giving you an example. 
or your team actually get to the promised land, the land of milk and honey, but still not succeed. But then say, you know what, it's okay. This is not our year, but we'll come back and do it again. I'd rather be in that position than be in the position of, yay, we are fourth in the third tier league, but it means I, nothing. I agree, but also if you look at Norwich fans and the fact that this has happened now for the last 10 years, they've been a yo-yo team. The fans are starting to have enough of going up and down and up and down and up and down. You want to be consistently in that in that best tier, right? But at least they've been to the promised land, Nathan. Their team's in, uh, like, you're telling me a team like Sunderland, who've slipped every single year. Don't look at Norwich and say, at least you're in the Premier League. At least you can play against team players like Ronaldo. You can even look at him and say, wow, I'm playing with the best players in the world. I think for me, I think for me, it's 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 a seesaw. Like if you're going on pride and where you want your team to be, you want them to be in the best team. You want to be playing the best teams in the league. You want to be watching attractive football. But then going off of attractive football, you want to see your team win and you want to see your team doing well and you want to go to games and genuinely yeah, enjoy but I it see and if my you're team battered every week I want to see my team win in the Premier League I want to see my team win in League 1 so would you rather be facing against Klopp get a draw against Klopp one of the best managers in the world or or against a manager like Sam Allardyce in the championship let me just phrase that to you Nathan that's you that's what you're presenting to us no but it's not uh, like I'm presenting to you enjoying football I can enjoy football while still losing yeah, but if, if you're I don't like losing let's but say you're in you the know what three. I do when I want to go enjoy play football I go play football with my friends on Friday <laughs> <laughs> yeah but how many times have this you is a club I'm investing my own money and time <laughs> into it I don't want to see them do be mediocre <laughs> I, I, I don't want to see teams be mediocre but I also don't want to see my team get battered 3-0 every week so you'd rather <laughs> Sorry, Ima- bringing Tim's example, do you know as kids when we were like the year 10s would play against the year 11s? I, when you somehow score against the year 11s, there is that moment of joy in your heart where you go, wow, we could do this. But y- what you're saying is now no, let's I'm, just keep I'm, playing I'm with throwing, the year 10s. I'm throwing an alternative, let's just stay there. I'm throwing an alternative no. viewpoint out there where I've argued no, for both I, sides I, of the I, story I here. Suppose, I suppose. Because otherwise we'd all just agree and that would be conversation over. Well, right? that makes I, interesting I podcasts, understand. but I want to know what your take there we is. Go. Yeah. There we go. But what your take is. It, it, for me, as, as a Chelsea fan, yeah. right, and, le- and let's say Chelsea are in that position, as Ty said, I want to yeah. see Chelsea in the Premier League, right? No, yeah. matter, no matter how they're doing. Yeah. But I'm throwing that viewpoint out there of well, speak these fans... Let's make it more complicated. Okay. Tim, you are a player. Yeah. You're playing in a Norwich team. Yeah. Do you, in the summer, let's say you haven't been playing that many games, would you choose to play more football but not have as much success with Norwich or a team in the bottom third or drop down to the championship, championship or League One but know you'll be able to be one of the best players there? It's really hard. I think Again, when, it's when, <laughs> when, when when I think in that specific scenario, that's quite I'm hard. Just, I'm just spicing it up. No, fair enough. That's a uh, we needed some uh, uh, of Thai spices today. Then there it is. Um, in the salt bank, someone can see. Well, I just think here's the thing, right? If you're a player, yeah. you want to shine, I suppose. So you kind of want to go to championship, but if you want to play, if you want to become the best player you want. I want to fight for a place in a top tier club. I think as well that depends on age, right? If you're an if you're an older player that's experienced, you're going to stay and fight. If you're a younger player that just wants Let's to say get 20, out there and get experience, twenty three. I, I, I think that's still young. So I'd say you you go on loan for a year, right? You drop down to the championship, show your class, and then come back next not year to the Premier League. 
it's either they sell you completely and you stay there for the next four years. I, I, I still think you drop down as a 23-year-old. So for you, you drop down. Tim, what would you do? Would you stay or would you I, go? I'm probably going to give myself a year to, to test out being in the Premier League. I, I, I'm the kind of person I, I like do the a challenge. Same thing. I'll do the same thing. Because for me, I... I don't want to take the easy way out of just knowing that I'm going to get the guaranteed playing time. I want to fight for my place in the Premier League side. I don't. I don't think you transfer. This is this is why I said originally about loan. In terms of like, well, you can't go alone. Loans don't exist anymore. I I think you genuinely would just move for a year. I don't think you. Okay. I don't think you drop down permanently. Let's say the scenario is: Hey, look, we want to sell players. I want to be a med- We want to know: I'm Do you want to fight for your position this year, or would you rather we sell you so we can buy someone? Okay, I'm going to use this against you here as okay. a, a as a Chelsea player. Let's say as let's say Chelsea have good defensive coverage. Right, we've got six centre backs. Yeah. And you're Trevor Shalaber. I think you drop down. I think you drop down the division, right? Prove prove your worth online. Come back and you fight again the next season. If if like in a team like Chelsea, remember we're not talking about the top tier teams. We're talking about no, but even the like any team. Teams. If you've got experienced defenders, but if they're great, the problem is if you're a top tier team, right? And I am fourth or fifth string defender. I know I'll get my chance playing in Europe. I'll get to go to Juventus, all those other places. I'll get to travel. I have that. But if you're in the lower division, there is no Europe. Your Europe is the Carabao Cup, the FA Cup. That's your Europe. So for me as a player, I would rather actually say, you know what? I would rather test my abilities against the best of the best until we go down and then we just climb back up again. Or I get sold later on, similar to Tim. But I wouldn't just say I'll throw the towel in and give up. Because how would I know how good I really am if I just say, oh, actually, you know what? I'll... I'll drop down a gear and then play at that level. But then when I come back to this level, I'm still going to face the same reality where I still might be replaced or I still might have another player fighting for my spot. I want to see how good I can be. That Yeah, but you, you, you don't just suddenly start performing. It comes from experience. It comes from different playing with different players. It comes from different coaching staff. It comes from you, you draw all this knowledge in from everywhere when you're a football player. And that makes you into For sure. you are. I think to become a successful football player, you, you have need a tr- lot of things that go right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, on top if of if you're not you going to travel, you need, you need managers changing, you need coaches changing, you need players coming in. But what about you, Nathan? So let's say you right now. Let's say you are a year ago when you're in the championship. They were saying Nathan is the next best thing. He's the next F- Phil Foden. And then this, then the last year, you've been struggling. <laughs> no one's ever saying that about me. <laughs> it's more like Cantwell, right? <laughs> no one's ever saying that about everything. me. The next, the next, let's say that Cantwell. Then what do you do? Okay, then what do you do now when you're struggling, you're not getting as much chance in there, do you still stick with that team in the higher division or do you look forward to going back into a division where you were doing better? Okay. I'm go- I, I, I'm not going to take this from me because there's a player that I thought of here in, in this situation. And that's Max Ahrens, right, for Norwich. Right back, had interest last season from Bayern Munich, from Barcelona, from top teams around Europe. Didn't go anywhere, stayed at Norwich. That's technically the step down, right? Because you, you, you could go to, to Bayern Munich, to Barcelona and play against We're the asking best you, of the Nathan, best. Right? What, do you, what would you do? Yeah, but is he staying because he... he he believes in the project, or is he because yeah. it's comfortable this is the, in Norwich? This is the thing, there's so many different cases that you have to what answer about you, for. Nathan? We're asking you. Experiences. What would you do? But it would depend on the experience. Like, I'm not going to drop down and play for a Luton Town, am I? So let's say you've been in the, div- in the championship for the last three, four years, and then your team, like Brentford, for example, right? If, I, if I'm in the championship for three or four years and I'm known as the next best thing, I think something's going wrong there, isn't it? <laughs> no, like Ben Rama, right? He's always he's been in doing really well with Brentford, 
for the last three or four years uh, since oh, he got there. I, mm. He was seen as a very good prospect. We nearly signed him at one point, and then West Ham picked him up. And now you're in the division in the league. That's you, Nathan. Nathan Saunders, the next Phil Foden coming from the championship. And now you're struggling with your team. And you're not getting as much place in the team to play. Do you, A, go back to the championship where you know you did really well? Or do you stick and try and try your luck? If Depends on age. If I'm, it, 23. If, if, I'm looking, if, I'm, if I'm 23 and you're not getting game time, you wouldn't transfer. You'd go on loan. So you'd, you'd go ask on for, loan. You'd ask for a loan, right? You'd ask for a loan for a year, right? Prove I'm, yourself. me. I'm asking you. I'd, I'd, I'd ask for a loan for a year. Yeah. Loan I'd go out on loan. Prove myself for a year, even if it is in a lower division, right? Because I'm, if, if, if I'm guaranteed consistent game time, go on loan for a year. Get the game time. Because, right, I know the championship's n- not the same decision. Um, division is the Premier League. The championship, in, in most people's eyes, is a tougher division than the Premier League. Not because of the calibre of teams you're playing, but because of the similarities in the teams you're playing. Because you play more games, because it is more intense at times. So I would drop down to the championship, yeah, for a year. And I'd, if you're guaranteed game time, you're going you're gonna to bring so much experience. You're going to be playing week in, week out. And what happens when your team's relegated? Now you're back in the same place well, again. You, you, you go back, but you still learn things, right? You still become a better player because you're, you've got a year's more experience, even if that is in a slightly lower division. Championship is the, the championship is arguably one of the toughest leagues in the world. And players will tell you that. Managers will tell you that because of, because of the intensity of it. Intensity, the amount of games is 24 Teams. Premier League, Premier League is the oh, toughest. If, I'm, Premier League is I'm the toughest. I'm not putting down the championship. But, I'm just asking your your prospects as I'm, a player. I'm not asking you guys as players. I'm asking you guys as fans. As fans, I, 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 as I said, I would I would always rather see Chelsea in the top division out top of pride. Division. Uh, okay, but I had you, to throw the argument out there. You have that emotional attachment to Chelsea, and Chelsea n- has been known as a top club for the last ten years. But as Norwich supporters, we can all agree we part of our hearts belong to Norwich. Oh, of course. I love Norwich. Oh, Ty does not love Norwich. I love Norwich. He does not. But I love Norwich so much that, that he my family it, he moved here because of how much I loved it. That he rubbed it in every Norwich City fan's face when Chelsea beat him 7-0. Yeah, because that's Chelsea. That's my team. Okay, so Norwich as, is as, my home. As, 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 Chelsea, as Norwich supporters. Why are you bringing me in blast, Nathan? <laughs> because you deserve it. Um, but as Norwich supporters, what would you? What would you? Uh, this uh, is after all that discussion. This is the argument, right? Norwich fans love seeing Norwich in the Premier League, but the jubilation of being top of the Championship that they and they've won the Championship for the last years, like the f- the, f- the fans love it, right? But they love being in the Premier League, but they want to perform in the Premier League. They don't just want to be in a Premier League to be this meme team that's going to be the lowest <laughs> scoring. It is. It is really <laughs> frustrating because <laughs> all my friends from from not Norwich, so all my friends from Hong Kong and, and America, yeah. just thinks we're a laughing stock. Yeah, this is the thing. Like you don't want your team to be known as a laughing stock. So if if you're avoiding that. Would you want to be top of the... I think as fans, you have to understand that, you know, if you get to the Premier League and you're not succeeding, you're in you're in one of the best leagues in the world. So I understand fans are disappointed that it's the same loop over and over again. But that's the whole point of you climbing up all those divisions so you can get to the top, see how you do. And if you don't go through, it's because you're not good enough yet. I just think... But you're still better than... Ipswich. I, su- <laughs> <laughs> I suppose, in conclusion, <laughs> it is a bit rich coming from our friend Rob. 
hundred percent. Calling him out on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I am. It. I am. I love it. I, I, I specifically requested this topic. Say with your heart, Nathan. Just to call him Say out. Say with your heart, right, Tim. Uh, what's the what's the timestamp for this? So we can just go and tell him. Uh, yeah, just uh, come in here specifically to check on this conversation. <laughs> I just think it's a bit rich, Rob. Just saying that you can heckle <laughs> me all you want for the Steelers Browns game, but I spent ten minutes of this podcast just to tell you off. <laughs> there we it. go. I love it. I love it. Uh, I feel like that was quite a, quite an explosive conversation. Yeah, and guess what? We're going to move on to another explosive conversation. I mean, this, this is this is Nathan's pun corner. This is uh, this should become a thing, should it? I mean, it's great. I mean, we all know it's currently the second of November. We all know what's coming up on Friday. Well, before we Bonf- do that, oh. I had an, a friend who recently moved from Hong Kong to the UK, asking me to explain what bonfire night is. And I Nathan, don't even know. Yeah, the Nathan, as the residential local. Would you be able to explain? <laughs> Hold on a minute. Yeah. All I know is there's some guy called Guy Fawkes who tried to blow up the Houses of Parliament yeah. with some dynamite. That's that's all I can remember. And it, and it failed. And it failed. Yeah. And now what we do is we we, we, we make we make paper mache <laughs> <laughs> models and straw wow. men, yeah. and we put them on fire and we burn them and then we set off fireworks. Yeah. So, so we celebrate a we guy's gun, failure. It was gunpowder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dynamite. It was gunpowder. Gunpowder. Yes. Gunpowder. The gunpowder plot. Yes. Of sixteen whatever. And then we set off fireworks, which are gunpowder. Yeah. Oh, I think BBC did a show of it with Kit Harrington. Right, we're not promoting any CV networks on it. Like they can they can pay us for these promotions. <laughs> well, they can't because you know they just. It was from like six years ago. It's okay. I'm well, sure they're not. We shout out Amazon. We can't shout out BBC as well. Well, <laughs> well, well you, well, s- you well, said well, it with interest of you know neutrality. I think now that we've done both, public network and a private network. There we go. We've done it. <laughs> uh, you can watch both. Both are available for your um, viewership. For your enjoyment. Yeah. With a TV license. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not if um, you're on the other one. Anyway. True. True. Um, but yeah. That is that is bonfire night, and obviously that's coming up on Friday. Um, so let's talk about some. I, I've I've said firecrackers, right? Firecracker players, firecrackers, just players that have really exploded onto the scene this year. Uh, players uh, that we didn't expect to perform as well as they have, or young players that have come through. I haven't got um, as many names as you guys when we were doing the the pre-show. What brief. do you mean? This was a team effort. Well, yeah, sure, but I'm just going to shout out my two guys if that's okay. Go on, because you guys both said it already. Go ahead. But yeah, you guys have more it. names than do I do. It. It's just Huang from Wolves. Yeah, and Tomiyasu for Arsenal. What? What about? What do you mean, my guys? Well, uh, my my fellow <laughs> East Asian dudes, <laughs> my dudes, my dudes. She had Tintin's face when I said that. <laughs> His eyes were just like. <laughs> I was like, "Why are you? Why are you asking me?" Okay, I, I'm gonna ask you. Wh- uh, why? Why do you think they've been firecrackers? Um. Well, Tomiyasu, uh, Arsenal was on the on three big losses. Tomiyasu mm. joined, and they've only had one loss since. Yeah. Uh, Tottenham, on the other hand, uh, were supposed to buy him at the start of the season. They preferred someone else. Uh, and now they've been on a losing streak. That's what Conte is walking into. Yeah. But I think I think yeah. like uh, it, it shows the games I've watched, he's done a few things really well. Um, he's normally quite composed in the ball. He's quite physical. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's got the trust of the other teammates straight away. That's very important, I think, on a defensive back line. And I agree with you with Wong absolutely has helped Jimenez find his form again. Mm. The two of them up front are just wonderful to watch. And I think the Wolves team, when he wasn't playing before they got him, you can tell just how much of a difference he's made. And um, he, for me, is up there as a player I didn't think would do really well, given he was coming from Spain, right? Was it, was uh, it Spain? Germany. He came from uh, Sorry, Red Germany. Bull Leipzig. That's it. And for him to do what he's done now with Wolves bring them up to the top 10 of the Premier League. Really well done. Uh, but a player I will shout out, sorry. No, I was just going to say as well, with Huang, it's normally very rare to see um, 
people who are not European or African descent do mm. well in either centre back positions or centre forward positions. Yeah. And so to see him being able to like make it his own rather than just being a meme, you know, third bencher, third stringer. Yeah. That's really that's really cool to see, I suppose. Especially with uh, international teams, right? Because yeah. the defenses in international teams for uh, what's the because I know in, in we have the AFCON. What's the one in East Asia? Uh, it's the I can't remember what it's called. But that one, yeah, the teams, that one. the caliber of teams yeah. that they play high. against is not as high. Yeah. So the level of I don't know competitiveness and the level of maturity. South Korea and Japan is one of the best teams there, yeah. and that's it. And that's it. And so the players have to East Asians anyway adapt to a European type of way of playing. And maybe that's why we don't see it compared to the strikers. So I agree with you on that. Cool. Yeah, cause you Nathan? had you had Wang, and I definitely agree with Tommy Asio. I think he's been one of the Asian Cup standout so players. Asian Cup yeah. Asian is that the one that Australia take part in as well? Was yes. It? Yeah, yeah. Um, you had another Arsenal player, didn't you, Ty? Yes. On your list. I know I started off this at the beginning of the podcast hating on Arsenal, but, but it wasn't hate. It was criticism that they built is upon. It? And you're welcome. It's funny how... T- t- Mikel yes. Arteta, yeah, you I'm sure are he welcome. To our oh, podcast. yes. Mikel Arteta, he is the worst manager in the league. He actually sent me his rate. DM at, yeah, at Arteta, Mikel Arteta with two L's. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was him. Yeah, yahoo.co.uk. <laughs> yahoo.co.uk. But yeah, um, I do think Aaron Ramsdale has been pivotal for what Arsenal Pivot are doing. wrong, yeah. Because he has really kept more... I think this is his safe percentage, given his XG is only second to oh, Mendy. Oh, here we go. No, he, had the, he had the highest safe percentage, didn't he, in the league? I don't know if it's... No, I, was, I don't think I was looking best. at. I don't think I was looking at compared to XG, but his, his safe percentage was definitely highest. No, that's still Mendy. Is it? Let me... Let me let Mendy up. Let's do a live fact check. Keep going. But I, I think I was, I was saying how, like, um, I think we, I think he's completely displaced. Um, Leno, Leno? Leno, yeah. Yeah, he has. Any. Yeah. Like, even when he comes back healthy, I wouldn't, I wouldn't start... R- Ramsdale's on good form. That Chelsea's uh, Chelsea Arsenal's played well. Why would you disrupt that within the goalkeeper? Yeah, it was a risk that they made, but um, it paid off. Yeah, thirty million well spent. I think it's probably next. Tommy Asu and mm. Ramsdale together have really improved Arsenal. Yeah, their biggest weakness has always been their defense. Because if Lacazette and Aubameyang are firing forward, mm. the only threat for Arsenal was. They let in more goals. Yeah. And since those two have started playing really well together, mm. they've had, I think, they had a couple clean sheets, some games where they should have lost, like last week's game against Leicester, where he made that cracking save, Aaron Ransdale, which was just world-class, mm. as some of the commentators love saying. So he's my he's a player that proved all of us wrong, and we thought Arsenal wasted $30 million on him, but bargain maybe. Yeah, so apparently Ramsdale's save percentage is 85.7%. Mendy's is 81.8. Ooh. 80 what? 81.8. Ooh, really? Yeah, Ramsdale's 4%. is 85.7. Is that 4%. XG or is that just like... In That's just save percentage. Yeah. Save percentage. Okay. As I said, I, I don't think it was with XG. Well, no, so for keepers, surely you want the stat you want to compare is XGA. Expect a goal against. Let me see if I can find expect a goal Yeah, because the quality of what Arsenal's faced hasn't been the same as the quality that Chelsea have faced. So that's why I think Mendy has gone higher, um, given the chances that uh, Mendy has faced. But I don't know. You can probably find a stat that allows everyone. Yeah, while you look for the stat, who else? Mm. I mentioned Tony. Is Tony on yours, Nathan? 
you mentioned you mentioned Tony. Uh, I wasn't in full agreement with Tony, but this is why we have a podcast, right? Yeah. Because I, I I I agree in the sense that maybe we didn't ex- didn't expect him to be performing as well as he did at the well, start. Well, you and of the I season. didn't expect Brentford to do well. Yeah, but I I I I think a lot of people thought that Tony would be a great player in the Premier League because he has the physicality about him to do well. Um, yeah, but I I I I I agree in some senses, but I don't know if he's been an absolute like he's exploded out the blocks to me so far. I mean, he played. He's played really well against the uh, the big teams, Tony. He has. He <coughs> has. Yeah, I, I, I'm very fifty-fifty on him. Um, who's in your? Who, who's, you, who, I mean, do, you, who do you have, Nathan? Who do you me? have? Me. Yeah. Uh, I have a uh, Tino Livramento. Love him. Uh, not just because he's ex-Chelsea, but um, because really? I, gen- I genuinely <laughs> think he's been one of the best players of the season so far. Whoa, 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 Nathan. Do you not think? Do you not think? Nathan, Nathan, Nathan. Think? Let's let's not get young, carried away. Y- young players. Oh, okay, young players. Young okay. players and like. Let's bursting. phase that right. And, 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 and <laughs> as I said, this is firecrackers. Players have exploded out, out of the scene. I think he's been one of the best players to explode out of, out of nowhere. Yeah, but not the best in all the league. Well, he's, he's no Mohamed Salah, in, is he? No, but even in his position, there's better left backs than him in the Premier League right now. Yes, obviously he's young, he's inexperienced, and he's also been playing. Let's right give back, the man his flowers, back. Nathan, and not try to. No, no, I, you know, I, I don't know. Put him on a pedestal that he's not yet. I, I think he can get there, but let's, you know, he's exploded onto the scene. He's not one of the best players. He's not one of the best, but I think he's performed right really well considering. A hundred percent. There's been other players for big clubs who have not performed anywhere near as well as he has, and he's got that versatility. Mm, to I wonder who you could he's, be leaning towards. He's been a defender. <laughs> he's a defender that yeah. can also play an attack and midfield. Yeah, he's he's got full versatility. Um, I was just trying to see if I could um, find his his information. But this is where we need uh, the power of Air Ray because he would have all these stats like a Wikipedia in the back of his mind. But um, you know, he played played eighty five minutes against Man City when they drew nil nil. And who, who's your other player? Second player you've got? Uh, oh, I, I I had more than two, mate. I had a, I had a few. Wow. Um, I had Trevor Shalaba. Yeah. Again, I Tim, don't are you noticing ex- a pattern here? I don't think he's exploded onto the scene, but he definitely at the start of the season he did. First three game weeks, I think he was fine. Chelsea players. Anything, anyone who's played for Chelsea, it seems like. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. I mean, you gave me Colin Gallagher. But I didn't say him right now, did I? I chose two players, and all of them aren't... Well, hold on a minute. I've got a, list, I've got a list of everyone wrote Ga- down. We've got seven okay. players on here. Gallagher you, has been pretty good. You gave me Gallagher. He has been amazing. And I didn't... Oh, Ty, you're telling this because you're a Chelsea and fan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> unbelievable. To be fair... Of the three players I mentioned, one was a Chelsea player. Given, given that I'm a casual, I, did, I haven't heard of him last season. <laughs> yeah, he was playing for West Brom last season. Yeah, he was yeah. on loan at West Brom. Yeah, so I don't know of him last year. So this year, well, he's on everyone's FPL team. Exactly, um, yeah. And at the times I've watched Crystal Palace, that he's he's been like their main threat. I do feel like they'll probably try and buy him in January. What I Chelsea? Was, uh, not Chelsea, Crystal Palace. Uh, oh, I he's on loan this year? He's on yeah, loan. He's on loan. Oh. And Chelsea. I feel like if they don't want to make the same mistake that uh, Matt West Ham did with mm. Lingard, yeah. where they wait until the summer. Well, Lingard was a, was a January loan. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. as in to just do it as soon as they can. But do you, right, do you, do you sure. think Chelsea will sell him? I don't think so. I mean, if he keeps playing like this, his price tag will be really high. And he's English. He's an English, young, young English young football midfielder. Yeah. And I mean, that's a very big price thing tag. Is, the thing is, you say that I say hello to Chelsea <laughs> people, but it, it is common knowledge that Chelsea have one of the best youth academies 
just in, doing like promoting yeah. them in England, right? And they 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 know because <laughs> we produce a lot of young players that we want to keep hold of that we just send on loan. We right. have too, many, we have too many good players in our team. Like, we could say players that performed I think well this if, season. If partly because you guys are the best London team. And we're the best team that hoard players. And you guys have a lot of young players <laughs> We still have Danny Drinkwater on the books. <laughs> that want, oh, yeah. He's played, what, like, like what, four games since he's yeah. been there? I think the, the mentality of our youth system is very competitive. If you're not good, you will not have a chance. And maybe that's why so many players are... <coughs> Sorry, are chosen to play so mm. for other teams. Like the reason why, uh, even I think was it there's a team that loaned out two players. Like even West Ham got Zuma, Chelsea youth system got loaned out. They have this very smart way of doing things, but uh, when it comes to the best ones, I do think those three for me: one from Wolves, Ramsdale, and Conor Gallagher. For oh, me Ramsdale, have 100%. really done. An amazing job. Yeah. If I was thinking of like team of the season, he's he's up there next to Mendy as the best goalkeeper. And also the thing about like the the amount of flack he got on upon arriving into Arsenal. Yeah. For no reason. Um, but it is the Arsenal fans. They I think they get grumpy at nearly <laughs> anything that moves. As soon as Unai Emery comes back, I'm telling you, they're gonna get grumpy for that even as well. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Nice. So so that's that's your top three. Top yeah. three. Nathan, we have we need one more from you. Or have you said all three? Livermento, Gallagher, and Chalaba, right? Well, yours was Gallagher, wasn't it? Mine was Gallagher, I mean, for you. I mean, I'd, I'd put Gallagher up there as well. I'd put Livermento up there. and Sancho, anyone? <laughs> don't know about that. I was going to say Van der Beek. Don't know about that. Yeah. He's still in spotlights with those uh, explosive TikToks. Explosive anger. There's more sympathy towards Van der Beek not playing than there is for him playing. I was just looking to see if any more, uh, so any more Chelsea players in the Premier League. Billy Gilmore, maybe. Armando Broya for Southampton. No, I think I think Ramsdale, um, Gallagher, and Liveramento. Hundred percent. I need to watch more football. I think the conclusion of this is ah, just play more FIFA. Okay. I could do that. Learn too. the players there. Yeah. That's, that's that's how I learn them. I could do that too. <laughs> Uh, okay, before we end, it's that time of the week, predictions. Um, well, before we do our Well, yeah, I was going to say before we say it, as, as Ty, as A-Ray as Ty and gathered Adam, yeah. everything together and Ty's done a little spreadsheet, uh, we thought we'd give you a quick update as to, as to where we all are. After and how it works, how the point system works, because uh, I still don't understand it, Ty. Yeah, Ty, That's you, can, you can explain the point system. Yeah. So, a couple of oh, Ty's joined. weeks when we first started the podcast, we said we're going to start making sure we can actually see who's more accurate, et cetera, et cetera. And 10 episodes in, we still hadn't. Until uh, yesterday, one of our co-workers uh, um, and, and also former, former great guest. friend and yeah, former great friend guest, of the podcast. A-Ray, came, actually sent us a text and said he's actually done the tally. And so that inspired me to say, okay, we have the tally down, but I wanted to go further. I wanted to show... Score us. I wanted to get stats that we can use at... By the end of each week, and as we review back on each week, and also create a point system. So this is how it works. For each team result you get right, so let's say last week, Liverpool-Brighton 2-2. So I was able to get the correct score and also the goal margin as well. So this was Liverpool uh, drawing with Brighton, so that gets me a point for each team, the Liverpool result and the Brighton result. But then I get an extra three points for getting the score right. So in this case, 2-2. Two, two. 
and then that means I get a potential of five points each game. So each one of us has a potential of getting five points each game for a total of 50 points every single week. And 1,900 points in total. And 1,900 <laughs> points in total. But just to show you that it's practically impossible to get the score right, given that there are three outcomes that are possible, plus there's also the factor of goals. So last week, I was able to claw back uh, after having abysmal weeks. So I got a total of 60 points, and I got 50% of the results correct. And Nathan was able to get only four points um, from last week. Wait, you say you got 60 points? Uh, 16, 16 points. 16 points. I was going to say, you got 60 points last week. No, not 60. I got, I got two bonus. I got uh, six total bonus points because I got the Liverpool result correct, and I forgot the other one. I think it was the Chelsea. Was it Chelsea? 3 0. Yeah, Chelsea versus Newcastle. I said 3 0. And Nathan, you were close. I think you said, you s I think you said you were about to say 3 0, but then you I said 4 0. Yeah, I did. I said 4 0. And then Tim last week, he got 8 points. But so far in total, Tim has a total of 80 points. What? And in close second is Nathan with 75 points. One game away. And then I have a total of 65 points. Way. But I'm coming back. Oh, wait, but before this week, how, how many points? <laughs> yeah, yeah, before this week, how many points you had? You got 16 this week. You like, had 14 like points. Like Rafiki said, that's in the past. <laughs> oh, let's just look at Ty's uh, percentage for week six when he got 10%, which is one result <laughs> out of 10. <laughs> uh, oh, I can't lie, Tim did the same. He got 10% too. But the, but okay, I also get 10%. So Tim has had no the way. more consistent results. Tim has actually been better than yeah, me Tim and is, you. Tim is Mr. Consistent. I man. think we just need to wrap the season up. Yeah. I know the most about football. Stop the count. Stop yeah, the count. Yeah, stop the count. But Nathan, he has had a really good, I think it was week six, when you had a total of nine bonus points for the highest points total of all of us, which is 17. And that's the one to beat. And I was one shy away from that. One shy away with this one's, with this week's one. Interesting. Cool. Let's go into predictions then. Predictions, predictions. Let's get ready. Are we all good to go? Yeah. Um, before we do, everyone get your your predictions ready so we can write them down. That way it saves us from... No, I, w I want you to re-listen to this every single week. <laughs> I want the extra view. Okay, let's go. I mean, we all have a job, right? I monitor all this. And Nathan brings everything down for me to like set it up, yeah. and then you just re-listen to the thing. To yeah. Monitor okay. The stats. Let's go. Let's go. Let's <laughs> do it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> starts off Friday night football, a bonfire night, fireworks, explosion. Southampton versus Aston Villa. I think because we now have these point system, I'm yeah, have to. I have to now think about it a bit more deep. I think it was more fun without the point system, you know. Uh, it was, but I was, I'll, I'll still go with my gut. I'm still going to be audacious. I think it's going to be 2-1 Southampton. 2-1 Southampton. 1-1. One, one. Tim? One 1-0 Southampton. 1-0 Southampton. Okay. Manchester Derby. Oof, Tim. Old Trafford, United versus City. City. Yeah, go on, Tim. You go first. Wait, wait. Before we do, are you not worried and saddened that now that they have Conte, Tottenham, that the replacement for Solskjaer is now slimmer than ever before? 
Ollie in. What are you guys on about? Ollie at the wheel. Ollie's at the we wheel. Give him we the talked contract. about this on the way here. Ollie's at the we, wheel. We, we, we talked about this on, on, on his way here. Ollie is best when Louis his job is on the, on the Ollie line. Ollie how <laughs> His job is always, he always does better when his job is on the line. He pulls <laughs> results out of his bum. This is be- as good <laughs> as it's going to get. Um, I'm going to go 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two, two, two. Two, two. I feel like they are somehow... United always do well against City. Yes. Uh, no, Oli always do well so against Ollie Pep. Against Pep, sorry. Yeah. And surprisingly, I think United are really going to be up for this game. So I'm going to give Man United the win. I think it's going to be 3-2. Three, three, you have a lot of confidence in that back line. Not, I don't think... That's why I say 3-2. You're still going to lose, but I feel like we're still gonna somehow win. you beat Man you City said we were gonna win. every single time. You said we we're going to win. Yeah, you're going to win. Okay. 3-2. Cool. Man United 2 0. Oh. They're going to keep a clean sheet? I'm going off history here. Uh, the fact that Man City haven't beaten Man United since 2019 in the league. And that Man United have scored two goals in three of the last four meetings. Holy moly, if you look at the results, previous results. Yeah, 2 0. 0 0. 2 0. 2 0. 2 0. United. 0 0. So they haven't scored. No, nah, not with this defense. I, I'm, go- I'm going 2 0, especially if Oli brings back the three at the bat formation. Now nah, I'm still gonna go. Um, I, I I can't see us not leaking a goal in. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, or I'm, two. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go two nil. Two nil. Brentford, Norwich. Uh, Nathan. Oh, you know, Mr. Optimistic. So just so you know the statistic, Nathan has gotten only. I think it's only one. Yeah, I think Norwich it's right for Chelsea to beat. <laughs> result, which was when Chelsea faced Norwich. Um. So Nathan, uh, surely that's not it. Actually, no. Wait, you got, you got three I, results. I, I need, I need more time to think about. You got three, three results. Three one Brentford. Yeah, um, yeah. I think Brentford are going to win this, but three I one. think it's going to be two nil Brentford. Oh, I, I think Norwich has found a goal scoring rhythm. Just one well, goal. Honorable <laughs> Medelli scored one goal for a corner. <laughs> and then they, five minutes keep, later, a corner, a corner, a corner, that, a corner that was won. A corner that was won by Melier just kicking the, the ball out. They found one. They found one every game. The I, reason why they couldn't win last week was because they were playing against the best manager in the league. Oh, shut up, Ty. Come on now. He got me extra points that game. You know? What, what are you going for this game? Go on. I said 2 0 Brentford. Okay, I'm going. Uh, say it. What does your heart say? <laughs> what does your heart say? My Don't heart think <laughs> about the table. <laughs> My heart says 1 0 Norwich. <laughs> I'm going 1 0 Norwich. <laughs> Brentford has been, hasn't been winning. In Norwich, in a Norwich while. have to win one no, game this season. But of all season. the teams <laughs> Brentford must have been licking their lips for, they must yeah, have been be looking like, at this result. Be like, Thank goodness. Here yeah. we go. They're like, finally, a team we can slap silly. Chelsea, Brent, uh, Burnley. Come on, man. Chelsea are just doing so well. And I have an 85%. Chelsea's looking really thin. Would they have some, like, you know, midweek fatigue, carryover, hangover? Mm. We've got Pulisic back. Kovacic will probably be back by the weekend. And Mount. The only ones out are Werner <laughs> and that. I'll let you guys fight that one so out. So I think it's going to be 3 0 Chelsea yet again. I was going to go 3 0 Chelsea. One nil Chelsea. Crystal Palace Wolves. Oh, two teams riding high, but I think Palace need to win this. They really need to start yeah, winning. Yeah, but who's going to win? Mm, I do think Wolves at the moment just look a little bit better defensively. There's only four points between them. You know, I'm going with my heart. Crystal Palace, all up for Vieira getting a big dub. So I'm going to go 2-1 Crystal Palace. 
don't know. Just don't know. What does your heart say? What does your heart say? Is this all you ever ask? Is what does your heart say? This is why <laughs> this is why I've got an eighty five percent with Chelsea. Um, what does your heart say, Nathan? Listen to it. Look at this thing. Two and palace. Draw. What's the score? One one. One one. Brighton, Newcastle. Brighton two nil. Brighton one nil. Brighton two one. <laughs> I was just looking at the previous results. Have you seen how funny it is? It goes from like one goal a game to then the last two games ending three nil Brighton, three nil Brighton. Two <laughs> one Brighton. Uh on Sunday. Oh actually, games. yeah, I'm gonna change two nil Brighton. Uh Arsenal Watford. I think Arsenal are going to win this 2-0. Arsenal 3-1. Smith Road to get a good, good double there. Three one. To Watford or Arsenal? Arsenal. <laughs> Uh, Everton Spurs. Three one, three two, Spurs. I think it's gonna be a harsh welcome for Conte. Two nil, two one Everton. I I don't think that squad is bad. I think like they no, just no. But the first game is gonna be hard for him. It's gonna be very hard for him to get a, f- a first dub so quickly, and I think Everton. Everton are probably a good team as well to play against because they're just struggling for points right now. But I think he's still right be next tweaking. to each other. Yeah, but I think he's going to be tweaking because remember they're playing on Thursday as well. So you know that conference league fatigue happens all the time. Nathan, I think two-one Spurs. Uh, Leeds Leicester. Obviously, I'm going for my team every single time. Best manager in the Premier League. Um, I'm going 2-1 Leeds. 2-1 Leicester. Sorry, 2-0 Leicester. Similar thing with the Spurs situation. They play midweek on a Thursday night. And do you know what? I, I just, I, my heart always says Leicester, but I I never have confidence to put Leicester or, or Spurs, like even just players in my fantasy team. I just don't yeah. have confidence in them to perform well. Um, I think Leicester will probably win this one like I don't know 2-1 but I still think Leeds I want them to win 2-1 are you a Leeds fan in disguise? no I just want to back Marco Bielsa after the uh, the point I made if I didn't back him now yeah, true. that means everything right. I said right. was cap uh, ok I'm going to go to Leicester 2-0 no uh, Leicester 2-1 Leicester 2-1 I thought you were going to say Leeds 2-1 there for a second I was about no because I think Brett. still without Bamford like Rafinha is really their only creativity I said I said it in the last week's episode. I did. I, did, I said Norwich two one, but Rafinha being back, he'll cause some issues and he might score. And, and I think yeah, so. and Leicester is struggling at the back. Okay, final game of the weekend uh, at the uh, London Stadium. Oh, big game West Ham actually versus Liverpool. Big scoreline here. Somehow Liverpool against some of these teams. Seventeen three. <laughs> leaking a lot of goals, so I think it's going to be like a three two to Liverpool. Oh, actually two two. 
2-2. I've gotten the Liverpool results very right so far. And I think it's going to be a 2-2 to Liverpool. And West Ham. This is a this is a fixture that usually sees at least three goals. Four one Liverpool. Wow. Tim. That, that was Tim. I'm Nathan. Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's Sean. Sean Wright Phillips. Uh, Bradley Wright Phillips. Yeah. Uh, Ian Wright. Uh, Ian, Ian Wright. Right. Right. Ian Wright. Right. Right. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go. Mm, yeah. Liverpool, three, West Ham, one. Okay. Predictions done. With predictions done, means episode done. There we go. Another week in the books, episode 11. You know what, we're getting close to 15. We're just going to keep setting every, every, a milestone every five episodes now, by the way. Just so you know. <laughs> I feel like we need to, to build up these with like a team shirt number or something. Or like a stat. For each episode. Uh, episode 50, Ty will give away a PlayStation 5. How about that? Wow. <laughs> I'll get some listeners in. Yeah, I, be- I bet you they'll be like, oh yeah, if I can get one of them. <laughs> yeah, episode 50, Ty will give away a PlayStation 5 to one of our lovely subscribers. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. All Comment, you have to do is share, um, like, and tag like, three friends. And, and, and if you don't want a PlayStation, Ty will give you the, the £400 Ty, Ty will take you on a date with his pasta. He, he might do. On yeah. a boat. On a boat take you to in the middle of winter to get some cheesy nachos. Oh, that sounds Whilst like a winning combo. Whilst watching Dune, which was Whilst a fabulous Dune. film, by the Getting way. Getting it all in your beard. Yep. Hey, so do you guys go to cinema alone? Did you go to cinema alone? I did. I don't know why you're trying to put me on blast here, Tim. <laughs> no, because I love going to cinema <laughs> alone. Oh, I do, I do. Yeah. Because the way you phrased it was, oh, you go alone? No, 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 no I, go, I go alone. I went to watch Shang-Chi on my own. You go on your own? You're such a loner, Ty. Uh, get some friends. <laughs> yeah, Funny enough, I actually do love watching films by myself because when yeah. I watch with people, I tend to actually want to, like, I don't know, tap them on the shoulder every now and then. When I watch by myself, I just focus, focus on the yeah. film. And I really did with this one. So, not that we were trying to plug it, but um, Verdict on June because I haven't watched it yet. Uh, eight out of ten for me. Oh. Really Ty's takes next week. Uh, <laughs> he's going to the cinema. Who <laughs> plays good football in sand? <laughs> Uh, uh, on that note, uh, sorry for my distraction, everyone. We'll find out when uh, every team goes to Qatar next Have you been year. to the cinema alone, Nathan? No. Oh, you should. Anyway. No, you should. Uh, why? By but yourself. You live like enjoyable. two minutes away from it yeah, as well. Exactly. Like, well yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do, but... No, it's because he needs us to drive him there. I don't want to go. Well, I, don't yeah. go I don't want to go. I don't want to go sit he on my own. He assumes that we're going to drive. Him yeah, to the yeah. He's like, why would I yeah. go there if you're not going to drive me there? Well, I mean, if you're offering, I'll take I'll take free lift. No, offering? You never even nobody offered. Yeah. He just came along. Uh, actually, I'll have you know, Ty actually offered the first time he picked me up and said he would pick me up going forward. I oh. don't remember just putting any of this. Just putting it out there. To be fair, it sound, it does sound as outrageous as his Bielsa take. Yeah, it is but really, he said it he is said one, so he probably said it the other. Believable. He did. And then he definitely blared, Cap, blared Cap, high, sc- Cap. high School Musical out of the car when I got out of the car. This is why he wants me to drive it. Oh, I, because I, dr- I we play put, High School we Musical. We put musical songs that are always such an This is the longest after credits of anything. This has gone away from a football But, you know, that's... people might want to listen to us talk about anything yeah. other than football. Yeah, that is true. To think someone, someone's going to be like, let me skip all the way to the end when they're chatting about films and <laughs> whether they listen to <laughs> High School Musical in their and car. And all that. Um, well, on that note. On that note, next week's episode, international break, isn't it? Yay, Again. we all love oh, international breaks. International break. um, so... I guess we'll have to find some good topics. We'll have to see if we can get someone else on the podcast. And we need to ask football. these people earlier. 
Not just the day before. No, nah, a, week, a week's notice is fine. We'll ask them tomorrow. Okay. We'll, we'll, cool. we'll, maybe we'll have some guests in the next couple of weeks. Two weeks, two episodes, two internet... Well, same international Surprises. break. Surprises. I think we might get a guest. We'll surprise you all. On that note, we'll we're going to go now, and we'll see you next week bye. for International Break episode. Bye. 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 bye, bye, bye.